But what attracted me to you was that your authentic approach to talking about diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in a way that's different than other people. Talk about your approach because it's different and it's challenging for some organizations, I would assume. Talk about that. It is challenging. And I'll start off and then I'll pass it over to my colleague. Um, Quite frankly, in the diversity, inclusion, equity, and belonging and culture space, to your point about the authentic approach, what we found was that there was a lot of traditional approaches around surveys. The customer is always right. So if you're going to do work in this space, be mindful of sort of customer sensitivities, client uh, comforts. And what we really found was while it is our job to authentically explore, to authentically understand, to authentically resolve culture issues, our primary concern can't be traditional sort of comforts and approaches because they haven't worked. So what we really do is we say, if you want us to help you fix your culture, help you fix your diversity to belonging challenges, we have to understand what they are at the root, which really means we have to engage and interact with people within the organization who comprise the culture even if that engagement is uncomfortable for some people because there are no canned questions, we don't go in with any perceived ideas about what the solutions are, what the problems are. And that kind of approach can be uncomfortable for people who want to know what questions are you going to ask? What might our people say? How long are you going to be on site? And if you can't answer a lot of those questions up front, some clients get a little hesitant because they're used to something that's a little more programmed, a little more structured. And Vince, I'll turn it over to you to talk about what we do to overcome that fear and also what might be some of the challenges with traditional structures. I'll start with the, with the perceived challenges. For a leadership team or the leaders of an organization to provide safe space, it often re- requires them to step out into a space that feels unsafe, to remove their safeguards, to move away from the known approaches, to be willing to trust the organization enough to give them an opportunity to speak freely. Now, what the process does is it ensures that we build trust along the way. For us, we have to ensure that we build trust with the leaders as well so that they understand that our approach is one of neutrality, um, which means we don't come in making assumptions. We don't put words into the mouths of their uh, workforce. We listen to what they have to say, but we're also not recorders. Uh, we don't just uh, collect the information they give and present it as facts. We challenge them uh, through the lenses of emotional intelligence, systems thinking, and reality testing. That often takes their authentic feelings and moves them beyond just emotions so that our assessments are reliable, they're trustworthy. But it it can be very challenging for leaders when they don't know what they don't know. In many cases, they're trying to do the right thing. They don't know where to start. And they're always worried about what the eventual end state will be. If you give people an opportunity to say whatever they feel, what will they say and how will that impact my organization how will that impact my legacy? So that's wonderful. Like we hear that all the time. We all, the, the sexy word, safe space, right? We're going to be in a safe space, right? It's going to be a brave conversation. So all, all, a lot of consultants, a lot of folks say that. Why? How come your approach is so different, so unique? Like, how did, like I, I'm the CEO, and I'm like, you come in my office, and I'm like, wait, you don't have a survey? How are you going to measure? How are you going to track it? I always hear people talk about safe space. What's different? I think I'd start by saying we don't, you'll never hear us say to a group of people that this is a safe space because we don't get to make that call. 
we don't get to decide what's a safe space for somebody. We don't go in presuming that our approach is going to make someone feel safe. Because as Vince said, we don't go in presuming what the environment is, let alone whether our approach is going to make them feel safe. I'd start with that. I'd also say what's different to your point about the surveys and the measurements. We really, anybody who wants to do authentic work and meaningful work in this space has to get out of the business case for diversity mindset. This idea that you can track or validate feelings. Culture, by definition, is collective regard and social norms. And you ha there has to be some level of comfort in seeing that there's subjectivity there. It's not as easy to measure as a roadmap. It's easy for someone to say, let's do some training because I can schedule the training. I'll know when it's complete. But what we also know is we've done training for 20 years and it hasn't done anything. So you really have to go into this space saying, we acknowledge the subjectivity. We acknowledge it's difficult to measure. But what's hard to ignore is what we call collective and representative regard.